that adventure works out. But uh, today on podcast, we have our guest, uh, Robert Dunn of Aging Wheels. Uh, Robert has a popular YouTube channel. He does all kinds of cool stuff with cars, EVs. Uh, He's been a speaker at Evcon, and he's right up the road. And we find him out here charging his vehicles all the time and just had him come in today and talk to you about uh, electric vehicles and just anything that's on his mind. So uh, let's go. Hey, Robert. We usually don't have a guest. No one will come play with us. We're we're locked in here on Morgan Oak. We got Robert Dunn in the house. Hey. One of your listeners. Isn't there like like a clap or something on this? Uh, Probably. Sure you don't uh, hit the fart button by mistake. Good good enough for government work. (laughs) Good enough for government work. So we just got done watching the Cybertruck delivery event. And it was very disappointing. It was very (laughs) anticlimactic. Like nothing new, nothing we didn't already know. But the website had details on it afterward. Elon didn't say anything during the event, but the website had some ju- juicy details, and e- even more questions were raised after the website details. Yeah, I was really hoping that he was going to hit on some of that stuff, but it was just kind of a reiteration of the the announcement back to A reiteration of ago. the big gimmicky marketing things, too. <laughs> yeah, it was disappointing. So. Well, well, what didn't disappoint is that it was 27 minutes late. Oh my God. <laughs> you know, I mean, some things never change. <laughs> and they hit the window with a baseball. <laughs> Barely a baseball. <laughs> I think that was a dollar store baseball. <laughs> they quite literally lobbed a softball at it. <laughs> they did. It was kind of sad. A few times they should have played music like. <laughs> yeah. Um, Poor Franz. What is his job now? Poor Franz. <laughs> It was, uh, yeah, I I was really hoping that they would talk about a lot of the other details, what they were going to be starting off with. They didn't really hit on any of that. No, did he say any details? Other than it, they said it has four-wheel steer. They said the ground clearance number. They which didn't... was higher than originally, because I think it was originally supposed to be like 16 inches. Which... Does, it, does it have air suspension? Do we know that? It does. It does. Okay. Yeah. Did they say that in the event? They, they said it was self-leveling, but they didn't say how air suspension. Okay. And it's you can't roll roll it over because the center of gravity is so low. And I was kind of curious very as to like typical EV things. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. It, nothing surprising. Does it even have a frunk? We don't know that yet, do we? Aside from leaked images. Well, it's pretty short. You know what I mean in the yeah. front. So even if there was a small space, like it wouldn't be. You just open up the, the frunk and your luggage falls out on the yeah. floor. Yeah. Again, it's just like more questions than answers. Yeah. <laughs> which is, I think, across the board. Which is what we're doing like now. Everyone, yes. everyone had the same reaction, like on Twitter and, you know, the uh, Now You Know podcast after podcast. Yeah. Video channel. Should I bring up the very limited but existing spec sheet that we have for the Cybertruck? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I had some uh, written down. There's the 11,000-pound tow capacity composite bed. So there's going to be three variants. There's going to be the rear-wheel drive, a.k.a. single motor. There's going to be the, I'm scrolling on the wrong place, all-wheel drive, a.k.a. dual motor. And then there's the cyber beast. I'm doing air quotes for the audio listeners. It's going to have (laughs) tri-motors. And the thing I really hate about these stats already is that they're quoting the range with a range extender that they have mentioned nothing about. And they're saying that with the range extender, it'll be 440 miles on the cyber beast trim. What does that mean without the range extender? Three? 300? Yeah. And the, the, the torque number is also just 
maddening to me because they quote the torque at the wheels like the Hummer EV did, and it's 10,000 pound-feet or something ridiculous like that. It's just not... Like, the videos were pretty impressive. I thought that was cool. They did the, yeah. the Porsche. I mean, the, I hope they were race, impressive because that's the all the... Weight, like the uh, what was it? The truck pull mm-hmm. where it outbeat the Ford F-350, F-150, the Rivian, and what was the other one? I like the the truck pull especially because they picked a oh, really lightning track. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that they had to steer off of the truck. <laughs> and it did a turn. Yeah, the <laughs> it did a turn. Yeah. <laughs> and the wire... Um, Wire steering. Yeah, the drive-by wire. Yeah, that was cool. That's kind of cool. Yeah. And the 48-volt system. Yeah. I wish they would have mentioned anything about the battery spe- the high-voltage battery specs. Well, and even with the um, extender, it's like, is it going to be another battery that you, you know, like are adding on to it? Yeah, or is yeah. it within, like, the actual software itself? I, I think they kept it vague because it doesn't exist yet. Yeah, I think so. I think they wanted to hit somewhere More near that. More questions than answers yeah. on that part too. It could be it. It could be a hydrogen fuel cell range extender for all we know. Yeah, <laughs> there's like no details whatsoever. So well, I guess we'll have to wait and see what happens with that. I, I started pulling it up and then I immediately forgot about it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, it says the range without the range extender right here on the page. 320 miles for the Cyber Beast. For the dual motor, 340 miles, which is a little bit less than a Rivian R1T dual motor mm-hmm. that, that can get the large pack, 350 miles. Mm-hmm. It's not that big of a difference. And for the real rear wheel drive, they're quoting 250 miles. I would venture to bet that they're going to have an LFP pack in the rear wheel drive model. Yeah. Which would be the one to get, probably. And 7,500 pounds towing on the rear wheel drive model, 11,000 pounds for the other two. Yeah. And the single is coming out. And we're not going to see that rear-wheel drive model for a while. Yeah. yeah. 2025 20. is what they say, which means December 31st of 2025. <laughs> yeah. We'll still be waiting. Yes. <laughs> Do you have a Rivian on order, or are you just going to put one on order? I was joking about that. You're going to pressure me now. <laughs> yeah, that, that's why you're in the hot seat. I got to spend, this I, is the hot seat. I got to spend to. a month with a Rivian, and now I very badly want one. But at the same time, I got to spend a month with Rivian, so I got to have that experience. Yeah. And I went on a towing road trip with it. Yeah. I got to live with it every day. I, I took a dozen people yeah. on, on rides in it, and it was the best experience ever. Yeah. John, that came to FCON when he came down from St. Louis with Rivian, mm-hmm. uh, let me take that for a ride. And I was actually, I'm kind of critical of other EVs just because I love Tesla and I love Elon, but... I was really impressed with the Rivian. It's it's it was it a inc- nice ride. It is incredibly impressive. Yeah, it's. I liked it a lot. I, I would, uh, if if financials didn't stand in the way, I would happily trade off my Polestar for it. It's just, it's good. <laughs> Don't you have like a bunch of cars? Maybe. Is it, are you accusing me of something? Of yours? No. <laughs> from what I picked up between you and Ian, how many cars do you have? Uh, are, are we talking about roadworthy? Because mm-hmm. the number of roadworthy is much smaller. Projects? I'm stalling because I don't know. Uh, 13, I think I have now. Wow. And uh, this weekend I'm getting two more. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, yeah, I like yeah. It. Yeah. Well, I have five cyber trucks on order. And on that spreadsheet, what was interesting is that, I mean, the order was placed literally November 19th at like midnight. The confirmation email came in at like 2 a.m. But it's still at 2,500-ish, give or take, a couple in line. And it's according to that spreadsheet that they had created from the Tesla owners, it's projected to be delivered in like 20 
26 or something. 25. It's very soon. I'm like, come on. <laughs> they, they aren't going to make 2,500 between now and 2026? I don't know. Well, you know, obviously, since it's a dual motor, they're all dual yeah. motors. Some of the ones that were placed much later, like even as far as 2020, that are the tri-motors, were saying 2024. And I'm like, this is horseshit. I want it now. But... Yeah. whatever so what was the when they announced it initially what was the original launch time didn't they say 20, 2019 or 2020 or something or yeah, no, did think... they launch it in 2019 they launched it in 2019 yeah yeah and, and they said to... like what two years yeah right in the middle of the pandemic yeah well and then that pushed it back and then you know i think that they'd done recent updates to their gigafactory um, so then that pushed it back even more. Yeah. I just realized I'm wearing a Rivian hat while talking about the Cybertruck. <laughs> <Is> that <legal>? <laughs> <laughs> That's no. why he's got his sunglasses on his hat. It's a good car. It's a good car. So the other thing I kind of wanted to talk about, something we've been working on was, I mean, working out the infrastructure, right? But also something that we had mentioned and discussed a bit during FCON was um, the whole driving etiquette. So how that comes into play, there's not much of a network around here. And you did that video where you were talking about. So actually, yeah, I did that the video. I yeah. went from St. Louis down to Chattanooga, Tennessee, and that trip was horrible. The charging infrastructure was so unreliable. What do you think the percentage was of the ones that were actually working that at were non-Teslas? At full speed? Because are, are we talking about working at all? Well, I mean, I mean both. I mean, yeah. the, the percentage of what do you think the percentage was of of not working or didn't communicate, and then what do you think was full speed? Uh, full, well, I, I targeted ten percent at every charging stop so I could yeah. get full speed if the charger would deliver it. And of all of the stops that I went to, I got full power at one single station. And at several of these stops, like Electrify America, the typical setup is four stations. I I tried. I bounced between chargers to see if I, if any of them could give me full power. Mm -hmm. And out of the twelve or sixteen stations that I stopped at in Tennessee, only one of them gave me full power. It was wow. ridiculous because that that whole stretch is very unmaintained. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But alternatively, I went on another road trip, not down to Chattanooga, but starting in St. Louis and went to Knoxville. Uh huh. Uh, just. Two months after that, in a Rivian with a trailer, I thought it was going to be horrible. The infrastructure they're building out there and going up into Virginia is incredible. Really? It's there. They right outside of Knoxville, there is a uh, pilot flying J that has two 350 kilowatt EVGOs. This is a partnership with Pilot, GM, and EVGO. Okay. And these two 350 kilowatt chargers were pull through for trailers That's under nice. a awesome. well lit canopy. I like oh. that. At a truck stop. Yeah. yeah. I saw incredible. like the one, what was it, one pull through that you had in your other video that you recently um, had done, and then the EVGO one where it was like the VW actual dealership. Yeah. Yeah, the, that was nice. The Yeah. With the, the canopies and the lighting and then the pull through. I wish they all had that. That would be awesome. I mean, uh, Pilot Flying J is building out a network of, in a partnership with EVGO, they're building out a network of chargers at truck stops. They're not all canopies, and they're not all pull-throughs. We stopped at a, a few of them, and only one or two of them were, had canopies. But that's still a huge step up, up from what we have now. How many do they currently have? Uh, it's a small number. I think they currently active. They have, like, if I had to guess, 20 or so. And they're mostly on this side of the country, on the east side, mm -hmm. in the Midwest area. But they're building out, and they're going to have 
the I think the end goal is to have a truck stop with 350 kilowatt chargers every 50 miles on the interstates. And they're throughout the whole country. Throughout the whole country. There's in Missouri right now along I-70. There's three under construction. I've been to one. It's canopies, and it's the only thing that the only reason it's not online yet is because they don't have the pad mount transformer yet. Uh-huh. Everything else is installed. The canopy, the chargers, everything. Uh huh. It's it's building being built out really fast, and Circle K is also building out chargers. The state of Illinois has a network of chargers going in from various different people. Uh-huh. There was one stop we did in Virginia on this Rivian trip, where we had. And there was an EVgo across the street that wasn't quite activated yet, but I'm going to count it anyway. We had three different charging networks to pick from mm-hmm. in this one town. One was Circle K, one was EVgo, and the other one was uh, uh, Electrify America. And they all worked. They all worked. And the Circle K one was really astounding because they had, right now, they have two 180-kilowatt chargers that worked pretty well. But the site was pre-planned for four expansion places. And I talked to one of the guys at Circle K. They're pre-wired for 400 kilowatt chargers. And there's already one. It's an Alpitronic unit in uh, North Carolina where their their test site is. Mm-hmm. And they're going to start rolling those out pretty soon. What's their timeline? I don't know. Okay. I don't know yet. I think that largely relies on uh, what Alpitronic's manufacturing timeline is yeah but all the sites in illinois that they're putting up they just put up a, one in champagne that has pull-through sites and right now it has two 180 kilowatt chargers and it's pre-wired for two 400 kilowatt chargers it can charge and each one of them can charge two vehicles simultaneously at 600 amps oh wow it's just we're getting there real we're, get, real we're getting there yeah. yeah not fast enough yeah. But yeah yeah this is true yeah yeah i mean you can't really go on a trip and then what was the percentage maybe Twenty uh, percent worked. Yeah, it was it was real sad, and the usability. I don't know that that's the number. I was just trying to get. I, I don't know like, what it is either. But it was, that sounds right. It was pretty. It was pretty bad. And it's not that way in all parts of the country, but on the other hand, in some places, it's worse. Well, yeah, when the Wall Street Journal, yeah. they just yeah, she did a trip. She went to Southern California, I think, to a hundred charge ports, and twenty some percent of them didn't work at all. Mm-hmm. Almost none of them delivered full power. And, and well, in California, they're old, too. So there is a bunch of federal money to update the existing charger network. Right. You know, because that's part of the problem is the equipment is But you would think that old. they have that built out already because they're high adopters. Yeah, the adopters, it's so They're crazy. also being hammered, and they're not being kept up on maintenance. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, they have the issue of charge anxiety because they don't have enough. Yeah, they've got, they got in, infrastructure issues there. I mean, and there's companies that that's all they do is work on the chargers and stuff, but there's, you know, they're, they're more complicated. There's motherboards that are huge. It's looking like looking into old computers almost. I mean, Electrify America's setups, they're, their chargers are hilarious because they run Windows. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? <laughs> I, I, I sat there. I, I called Electrify America one time to see if I could get the charger to work. They rebooted it, and I watched the Windows boot up sequence. Oh it man! Is literally Windows. Yeah. Oh, well, we were looking at you know just what's around here. I think there's something like 25 of them. I know that when you did your trip, you and maybe other times because I think one of the reviews that you had posted on PlugShare was for the Aces. Oh. Yeah, yeah, for the Aces. Yeah, and then the Shrooks hate those ones. Aces. And so I was like going through and seeing which chargers, like every single one of those um, stations, had how many they had. You know, what they were charging, all that, you know, all the information. My, on it. my favorite charger here in Cape Girardeau is the ACs off of I 55. 
because you have this sad little dumpster charger that can deliver, it says it can deliver 120 kilowatts. The cable is amperage limited to 200 amps, which means normally 80 kilowatts for a 400 volt car, but they're limited to 60. And then across the parking lot is an eight stall V3 supercharger that works fine all the time. Yeah. And it's such yeah. a pain to start those chargers too. That's the one on what de- veterans. That's the one on veterans, right by the highway, by the on ramp. Yeah. Yeah. The, and uh, I, I went around Cape Girardeau because there's three of those ACs chargers scattered around Cape right. Girardeau. All of them are limited to 60 kilowatts, except for one that's limited to 30. Right. So that was the ACs off of what Perryville. Off of Lexington and Perryville. Yeah. Yeah, that we had stopped. That's the one we went to after time. after a, a, a drinking for three hours. <laughs> <laughs> at, a, at a wine and liquor tasting on a Saturday afternoon. So it, some of it could be our fault, well, but I doubt it. We went back. <laughs> we, we went back. On it again, and it was, I mean, it's right next to their drive through. Yep. Oh, it's a terrible place, too. Yeah. Yeah. And you can't get through it if you get trapped in the, in the, mm-hmm. the people that work there park. Yeah, right behind yeah. it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And terrible. then it, the pole is knocked over. <laughs> like, it's a mess. The saddest part about all of those ACs chargers is that I know there was some businessman who wanted the guy that owned the property or the gas station who wanted to serve EV drivers, and they got swindled out of a couple hundred thousand dollars to buy these chargers. They don't even work. They don't even work. I know. No. It's so disappointing. And it then, would be better to not have any charger there at all than to have those. To have those, exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah, and then there's the schnucks where oh, God, no. <laughs> yeah. one of them doesn't work. Ever. Ever. <laughs> one of them does. Delivers the, 1.6 kilowatts. Yeah. yeah. And then you go and ask, the schnooks? Oh, they don't. They don't. They don't know. Freaking idea, because yeah, no. it's supposed to be maintained by well, and that, technically, but and that and that kind of maintenance on it. and that kind of gets us to you know another thing is like you know people you go to a charging station, and there's no attendant. I mean, nobody knows about it, especially if you're new. I mean, how do you? At least if you have a problem at a gas station with the pump. You can go inside and ask somebody. That's one of the things that's theoretically nice about the truck stop EVgo Pilot J uh, chargers is that theoretically, I haven't tried this out, but uh, an attendant will be able to help you. That would be awesome. It's got Pilot Flying J branding all over these chargers. That reflects badly on them if exactly. the chargers don't work. Yeah. Right. There's a little bit of accountability attached to that. Yeah. And they've got Ultium branding over them, which reflects poorly on GM if they don't work. Granted, most people don't know what the hell an Ultium is. Yeah. But... Theoretically. It's an issue. And then there's the whole etiquette thing, which yeah. I'm sure you... You were probably trying to segue into that, and I just totally derailed it. You know, it's cool. We roll <laughs> it's, it's okay. It. <laughs> yeah, we're good. We just roll our own around here. We roll our own around here. Yeah. <laughs> Brian crazy, because he's like, oh, my God. And I'm like, it's fine. We'll figure it out. <laughs> Can I see one of it the... Just causes the more, it just causes more editing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, so did, what are some of the most well, common things? The things that I see and I have to educate people on is, one, at charge points, how to start the charge. I go by the schnooks in Festus, where I live, fairly often and see people just standing by the charge point looking confused. And I've stopped, I think, five different times and just paid for their charge so that they don't have to deal with it. It's a free charger. Don't give me too much credit. (laughs) (laughs) But but it seems like you paid. What a nice fellow. Yeah. yeah, it's a gesture. Yeah, yeah that's right. That's the other right. thing is not charging to 100%. Yeah. Oh, God, I hate that. That's nice that Tesla rolled out that new update where it's you, you can't really charge over 90%. Yeah, you get a full you'll penalty. Get, you'll yeah. get the fee. So many people, and, and Tesla gives you information while you're charging. They'll say, say things like charge limit to 80% right. and, and things like that. 
but that requires vertical integration. For things like my Polestar, it doesn't give you any sort of message. You just have to be watching the kilowatt speed to know that it's slowing down. Oh, wow. I encountered, encountered a rental Polestar in Tennessee who was taking the last available charger, and by the way, it was the only full-speed charger at that stop, and he was charging to 100%, and he walked back to his car, and I had to stop, and I didn't want to be too much of a jerk or anything, but I said, look, these things take an hour to go from 90 to 100%. You don't charge to 100% in a rapid charger. Right. And he was just complaining about the car because, you know, it charges slowly. Like, because you're doing it wrong. Right, yeah. Right. Well, you usually, like, get out and you, like, go talk to them or? I try to, yeah. yeah. And, and I think as we get, you know, more and more people non-Tesla vehicles as they open up the, the supercharger network. Well, that's going to be such a nightmare. It, it's going to be a nightmare because they don't know. And, and the car isn't integrated like a Tesla is. And not all cars will be compatible. No. And the biggest thing that I worried about, that I worry about, is 800-volt cars. Like, my mom has a Kia EV6 charging at a supercharger because they can only output 500 volts. She's going to be limited to 40 kilowatts. Exactly, yeah. And in some places, the Tesla supercharger is the only rapid charger. So right. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's... It'll be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And It'll the, be interesting. And these these cars that aren't Teslas won't be able to use V2 superchargers either. Get people to understanding that. Right, right. right. Yeah, knowing and what's available in front of me and just it's going to cause some issues. I think yeah. I'm just going to quit my job and roam around to chargers <laughs> educating people. That's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's what you're already doing. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I was watching that video. What is your thing? Like, you don't like the um, downloading the app and just paying through that way? No. You should have a credit card reader at all of these. Y yeah, that, that's... Like that it's just seamless. And with Tesla, they have, like, signs usually where it's, like, scan this, and it gives them direction, especially if they're, like, non-Tesla users. Um, so that's nice. But that's not the same across the board. A lot of I think times, we should have no. all the options. Right. Yeah. App yeah. or card. Yeah, and, and then the thing is, a lot of times with, with some of these chargers, the the payment system is not integrated with the right um, yeah. with, with with where EVgo or Electrify America. It's a totally different uh, uh, payment provider. Yeah, and you've got issue, and then you download the lab app. Now you've got to. And so many of them, you don't pay for the charge. You pay a balance, and then they take the charge out of your balance. Right. So you're just giving them extra money. Yeah, they're floating your money. Yeah. 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 What's your perspective on it? Um, about just having the, uh, the, the... The app, yeah. I like it. I, I like having the app as an option. Right. Right. You, you what if you're renting a car? Yes. Yeah. Renting a car. Well... And you don't have the app. And then you show up, and now you got to do this whole thing. Yeah. And you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. Like, Francis Energy is the worst. You can get an account with them, and you can get a card... But I don't want to set up an account with this horrible company. Right. So I download the app. I go in to get this is uh, I'm not talking about Francis if defamations in the cards. Uh, you can get you. I go to the guest mode and in guest mode, there's no Google Pay. There's no PayPal option. There's no saving credit card information. You have to manually enter in your credit card number into the app every time you want to start a charge. Yeah. And then it takes like 30 seconds for it to start after that. Yeah. It's horrible. Well, I feel like especially with it being outside, if there's a card reader, not all of them are, like, covered. Like, you go to the gas station, they've got a card reader, but it's covered, right? So mm -hmm. it's, like, even sometimes It's also a completely different system. They can activate gas pumps from within inside right. the place. Yeah. 
Or you can go in. You yeah. can go in. Yeah. yeah pay cash. To, and pay cash. But, like, they have that as the option. But so many times you go into market or a grocery store or something, and it doesn't work as it's supposed to or it's acting up. Yeah. So then it just creates a whole other mess of issues. I, that's when the, the app is good as a fallback. Yeah. I mean, Electrify America all has credit cards, credit card readers, but they don't really work. So. Yeah. Well, I, since they've opened it up to all the other OEMs, really, it might just be a moot point because other than what, VW, everyone signed up to use their... And VW has to sign up. They're going to have... Yeah. 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 So that kind of takes care of that. Yeah. Everyone would just have to download the Tesla app. they've got me they've got me got five different charge network apps at least the charge point app works with different networks so it works with flow evgo and i think a couple others yeah i think it works with shell or something yeah yeah that is nice and i i like to give charge point a lot of crap because for new users it's super unintuitive they don't have any instructions on the charge screen right but once you get everything set up they are the fastest activating chargers yeah assuming they work which here in town they don't. <laughs> right, or, or they're full power. Yeah. Other than that. Yeah. So let's go over some of the, like, the other issues. Like if someone is, you know, parked right next to each other or blocking it, like what do you do in those situations? And, or if they're not even there, what, well, do you, what are you supposed to do? Or what do you, you just, you know, you just show up with a reserve and go to the next charger. <laughs> and that's the thing. Don't go to the charger when you need to charge. Yeah. Go a couple of chargers ahead of time. Yeah. My God, don't get stranded. Yeah. Yeah, but then if you do that, you don't get full speed. And I want full speed. I, I, you want full speed. You've got to be, yeah. Yeah. You've got to need enough charging to get full speed. There's a, I don't know if you're familiar with what, what a Wally's is. It's like. Oh, a, yeah. With, a, the, with, the, with Bucky the Beaver. Yeah. 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 Yes. I've got a photo on my phone. My wife with there's a, there's a Wally's Bucky. in Illinois that has four 50 kilowatt chargers, and their plug share description. This isn't a review. A description that they wrote says they're not reliable. Come to our chargers with spare charge to make sure what? you can make it somewhere else. And these chargers emit a high pitched noise that has been known to upset animals. Oh my god! Like beavers? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bucky's out there. The mascot's going. Bucky's the beaver. Wally's has a oh, wa- oh, wa- bear. Oh, well, that's it. Wally's is the bear. <laughs> well, bears, beavers, you know. They all look alike to me. Have you been to it? Uh, I have been to that one. And it's a really nice location. They've got a separate canopy for it and everything. The same with the one in Fenton. Uh-huh. They put 50-kilowatt chargers in it. Oh, gosh. And in Fenton, they put in 60-kilowatt chargers that are run by Francis Energy, which I've already complained about. Could you hear the supersonic sound? I could not, no. They say, I think oh, women apparently are able to hear it more like i have one of those electric toothbrushes. this is t- totally going off the rails but like those electric <laughs> toothbrushes mm-hmm. and it's like you stick it back in there and it's got like a uv like supersonic cleaner and i can hear it when it's going off it's like this really high-pitched ring can, you, can you hear the the tesla when it's using the motors as heaters for the mm-hmm. battery mm-hmm. you can hear that high-pitched whine yeah <laughs> oh yeah yeah it's crazy so should i just read this checklist since yeah, we keep getting distracted <laughs> yeah yeah go, go go right ahead charging etiquette violation card this is i presume to leave on people's windshields and, to tell them they're being naughty and actually one of our guests are the, the are i just watched the movie the holdover over the weekend we do have a holdover here uh michael brown and this was michael's idea 
to put this together, but it's always good to have a holdover. I'm taking the Giamatti part, you know, uh, Michael's my holdover. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, we, it was his idea. He was yeah, like, his idea. Have, like these cards. I, I, and then you can I, check it off and leave it on there. I windshield. carry post-it notes in my car so I can do this exact thing. Yeah. yeah <laughs> this is what you need. Be like, here, don't be an asshole. Yeah, and, I'm, and, I'm, and we're going to do these on regular cardstock. Leave it blank on the back. So if you want to leave a personal note to the offender, yeah. you can just write I'll something write else on if you want. <laughs> Yes, exactly. If they look particularly murderous, I'm probably going to scratch out the please don't be a douche again. Part. Oh, there you go. <laughs> he doesn't like the funny part. <laughs> he's, he's got just got no, no sense of humor. I like the funny part. Yeah. I, like, I like continuing to live. Oh, there you go. That's right. <laughs> well, shit, you're how tall? Six foot something? Two. You can take it. <laughs> it won't hurt much. It won't hurt what much. if they're driving a cyber truck? <laughs> Uh, and they run you over? Yes. Or, okay. <laughs> like, they would They would lacerate me with those body panels. Oh. Lay down on the road, you got 17 inches of uh, clearance. That's right. <laughs> I do have a question about one of these checkboxes, though. What does that mean, exceeded kilowatt limit? Um, the, the the people that use the chargers, that the, their car can't take the kilowatts. and you. And it, oh, like a bolt out of three. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so some of this, the, we have the knowledge, they don't, but it. It's all for some of it's for fun. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you need a one for an iced buy-in EV. When I did that that road trip, oh really? I, I have one more spot I, on the card. Yeah, I, go ahead and make a good so make a note. There was I don't have a pen. America that was being blocked oh, by a Tesla point? that wasn't charging, and there was a Tesla supercharger that was being blocked by a Mercedes EQS. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> There you go, iced by an EV, and that, that now I'll have a. Uh, under charger squatting. Iced by an EV, right? I don't know what you would call it. Wouldn't it. be iced. We'd be EV'd by an EV or something. Yeah. Just, it's just be being a dick. Yeah, don't be a douche. <laughs> don't be a douche. <laughs> Incorrect plug. There we go. That's that's where that falls under. Every okay. other stall. Yes. Cut in line. There's no lines. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a real thing. Charge to full. If that's you're the in big California, one. that's a real fucking thing. We're in Missouri, though. I know. But <laughs> so hopefully, we'll sell these globally. Yeah. <laughs> There's a need for these. I did right? wait in a line in Tennessee, but it's because half the stalls were down at that station. Uh oh. <laughs> yeah, we've got kind of the opposite issue where it's like the infrastructure is still being built out and trying to educate people on like the etiquette parts, mm -hmm. which I don't think that there's much, I don't know if there's the etiquette installed really in California, but they've got more of an infrastructure built out, whether or not it's maintained, that's, you know, another story. We've got different issues, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like I stopped at a Tesla a supercharger that was outside of a Target when I was out in, where was it, San Francisco last year. And there was probably 30 stalls and they were all filled up. Mm -hmm. Some of them had been sitting there, so for sure idling fees. But there was also a line because I was on the way to the airport. And there was only so many mm -hmm. that you could stop at. And I was already running late. Like, I barely made my flight. But there was a line for it. And I was like, my God, dude. Like, this is this is insanity. But Who would have thunk it? California. Yeah, you know California. I mean? yeah. We've got the opposite issue. Yeah, exactly. Here. We can't find chargers here. We can't find them. And they're not working. And then they don't work. <laughs> there's a nice supercharger here in Cape Girardeau, but the next yeah. one's 100 miles up the road. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's so there's the one at the, what, Huck? gas station just north of town like at the very north end of town and then there's at the, at the ACs. yeah yeah and then there's um, one a minor down south speaking it. of minor that there's a, a pilot flying j ev go going there too or no matthews very near minor oh really yeah, yeah. hmm let to look forward to i guess i spent okay what did we get to cut in line every uh, other stall what, what is every other stall 
Kind kind of like at the men's room, you know, at the urinal. I mean, just go like to every other room. stall. Gotcha, yeah, you know, this yeah. More for uh, Tesla's V two. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Charge to full. That that's the biggest one. That needs to be like right at the top. Ending Literally. capitals. We'll move that to the top. Ending capitals. Don't charge to one hundred percent, you jerk. I don't see you with an LFP car. Stop charging to one hundred percent. Yeah. See, that's another thing. We tell people not to charge to one hundred percent, but then you get cars with LFP battery packs where you're supposed to charge to one hundred percent. Oh, that's true. So that adds even more confusion yes. to it, and they have to be charged to one hundred percent to balance every once in a while. So what do you got? If you have a standard range Model Three owner that lives in an apartment and can only use superchargers, they have to charge to one hundred percent at those superchargers at least occasionally. Yeah, it's a balance the pack out. Yeah. yeah. I wonder how that's gonna go with their. Idling, they're just gonna have to pay for the idling. I'll just go there at midnight when no one else is there. <laughs> yeah, didn't unhitch trailer. I'm going to veto that one. Veto. She doesn't like that one. <laughs> I want to leave the trailer hooked up. If I have to unhitch the trailer, the whole trip is ruined. Well, it's nice <laughs> if you have the drive through, you know what I mean? If you have yeah. the drive through, but then the problem is if you have your charge plug in the back, you can't, you've got to unhook the trailer. Yeah, that's the biggest fail of the Cybertruck and the Silverado EV. Is that the charge port's in the back. And so you can't pull in yeah. with a trailer. Yeah. And then back back out. Yeah. Have you ever seen anyone unplug someone else? I did once. Yeah. But they they had set their charge limit to 80%. The charger clicked off, and they were the only working stall at this four-stall Electrify America, so I didn't feel too bad about it. And they weren't there? They weren't there, no. Uh, when they came back, I said, I unplugged your car without explaining the context, and they started freaking out, so I had to very quickly explain the context. <laughs> uh, he said, oh, okay, that's fine. And then they drove off. Um, didn't report issues. What is that one? Like if, the, if it's broken. I mean, how does, how does the company know that the charger's broken? Yeah. yeah. And yeah, didn't if you, monitor. If you believe Electrify America's data, they're perfect. They're, exactly. Everything's operational at 100% all the time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I don't ever report good charge sessions, though. I only report them if they're bad. That's right. <laughs> well, yeah, I saw, like, your comments on PlugShare were pretty helpful because it was like, you know, this one's not working. It's not the correct um, setup. It only provided so much it had like a cap you know what i mean so uh, that's good to hear because I usually when i write those very angry plug share comments i think i'm going to look like an insane person if anyone goes through and reads these I felt, like, <laughs> no they, they were, they were useful it was, yeah like, yeah helpful because yeah. sometimes they don't include that kind of information yeah. they say it's all going to work and then some people are just like it didn't work i don't know what's going on i don't know how to uh, how it even works but. i see sometimes people report their charge speed as the charge speed that's labeled on the charger and you, you, you can tell that that's wrong when you have like a bolt owner reporting 150 kilowatts. Uh, yeah. 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 You're like, mm, mm, no, probably not. I don't believe you now. Sometimes, though, too, because you went out to Lexington and yes. you stopped by the Whole Foods. I did. Yeah, I did. Um, Sometimes it can be an issue from the infrastructure rollout and. I mean, I mean Whole, Whole Foods did the responsible thing. They put a level two charger in the parking lot mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, that could service four different stalls, but there was no, they couldn't stop people. It was a, it was a place so busy. There was no parking. If you didn't, if you, no matter what, where did they put the charger? They put the charger in the parking lot instead of over against the wall. First of all, where the power was out of the back of a building and where they could have added. It was in like nice, convenient. parking. Yes. Too. Yeah. They, they could have added more spaces no and put signage. the EVs over there. No signage. Yeah. And, and then they completely missed it. I, I, I got to give Whole Foods a point 
for trying, but 99 points for missing it all. Yeah. There's a hotel in Nashville. It's like that. They have eight EV chargers, and they're all right next to the entrance. So every night you go there, it's just yeah full of work trucks. Like yeah. there's no sign saying EV only, or even on like the actual parking spot mm-hmm. where it has like the reserve for EV. And then what? Someone had like left their food on top of the charger, like littering. So it's like- yeah, this like yeah, they left their, their old cokes on there and stuff. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and I think that I think that. EV owners, we would definitely park in a less convenient place to get charging. Yeah. It doesn't have to be in the front row. Charge, yeah. For sure. And, and back to EV education, a lot of EV owners don't know the difference between AC and DC charging. Mm. No. I've encountered several people. I've, I've encountered enough people that I've started asking the question, are you opportunity charging or are you trying to get somewhere? Because I'll see people that are that'll trying to plug into the level two charge point that's next to the DC fast chargers because they think that is the fast charger. Oh. Yeah. And so I just started asking anyone that I help there, are you trying to get somewhere? Because this is the wrong charger for that. <laughs> or do you have time? <laughs> a lot of the times they'll answer, yeah, I'm glad you told me that. Because they just don't know the difference. Yeah. And I think that confusion is going to grow when we switch to the Nax plug that doesn't have a visually different plug for AC and DC. Yeah. I believe so. Yeah, absolutely. You are the traveling uh He is. We should just get you a I wish that it didn't have to exist. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's What's probably the ne- I think that's probably the next step though is yeah. education and mentorship and right. maybe it yeah. should maybe and the people at the dealers a lot of them don't know this. They don't know how to thing, no. they, don't know, they, don't, know they don't know how to get, tell you what to do with the car once you drive off with it. Yeah. Yeah. They're still trying to figure out how to build the cars. <laughs> I, <laughs> I talked to a, a guy at a Ford dealership, a Ford salesman at a Ford dealership about the Mach-E, and I was comparing it to the Bolt because I just came from a Chevy dealership, and he didn't know what the Bolt was. And then he told me that he spent five years working at a Chevy dealership. That was his excuse for not knowing anything about the Fords. And then he told me he didn't know what a Bolt was. Wow. Even that it existed. Yeah. Oh, my. Was he a salesman or yes. a manager? Yes, he was or? a salesman. Okay. So disappointing. Shit, even sometimes the managers don't. It was at Ruther Ford in Herculaneum. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Putting, blowing up his spot. There you go. What was his name? Uh, on the other hand, I did encounter a salesman at that same dealership when I test drove a Lightning who was a uh, fan of mine and he gave me preferential treatment. So that was okay. kind of skewed the, the There you go. Yeah. There you, hey, go. there you go. Cool. Does that happen a lot? No. No, not at all. I mean, should I make something up? Yeah, it happens all the time. I'm a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, that is too funny. Yeah. Um, Unplugged other? Is this a common thing? I don't think I've ever seen that. We're just uh, putting... We're, unplug someone else. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're just given all the options, you know, just in case. Right. <laughs> yeah, we could even, like, leave open a spot so that they could write it in. And you can write in. Yeah, we showed other... Other, yeah. other, yeah. and just leave a blank, and everyone just writes "fu" in it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So don't be a newbie. Yeah. Well, I, I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna use the "don't be a douche." Don't be a douche. Yeah. I think this is less fun, but it conveys more meaning. If you replace iced and EV with just blocking a charger, because okay. someone that drives a work truck and parks in a charger spot isn't going to care that you iced an EV and may not even know what that means. I need to know. Okay, so we're blocking a charger. I'm putting way that. too much utility in this fun thing. No, that's a, no. Actually, we, we do. This may actually help some people, <laughs> even even just to look down the list. Yeah. You know. Blocking a charger. And, and they they these will be on the uh, EV TV store tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, we've already got the draft going. Yeah. Uh, they're they're available. 
Yeah. Tomorrow. That's what this is. I'll this is five thousand. This, this, <laughs> yeah. This, this is the this is the final yeah. uh, session before we go ahead and print. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll still keep my post-it notes with me. So there, you may you may need you may have more. <laughs> yeah, it may take a longer list. Yeah. You took the only working charger, you jerk. <laughs> yes, that's <laughs> right. Yes. Sell your Nissan Leaf. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had heard there are some people that um I think in the south southwest or no southeast especially that they were like buying evs and then they were returning them i don't know how much of a percentage that is but they're i don't know i heard of a guy recently who bought a mach-e for twenty six thousand because it was lemon lawed wow. i don't know what issue it was lemon lawed over actually related to that i pulled i was at an electrify america in illinois and a guy in a subaru solterra pulled up and i was excited because that's the first one i've seen in the wild and i talked to the guy because he was Having so much trouble with the charger that he started punching it at one point. Oh my! <laughs> but <How> did, <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is that charger abuse? Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> but I sympathized for him because he wasn't pulling up to that charger to get somewhere. He was pulling up to collect data because he got he went to the dealership to get a, an update on his Solterra because they don't have over-the-air updates. And after the update, his charge speed went from like 80 kilowatts ish to 30. And he was gathering data to prove that it was that bad so he could take it to the dealership and say, fix this. Yeah. And he had he knew another Solterra owner that had their car lemon lawed over that that update that forked the charging speed. You can't do a road trip at 30 kilowatts. No. 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 You could hardly do a road trip at 80 kilowatts, but at least that's better than 30. Right. Yeah. Well, and I think there's a lot of people that are irritated at the range of the new Cybertrucks, but... It's like unless you're really going on like a road trip. Towing is, is all I care about. I want I want huge inflated battery capacity for towing. Oh, okay. What are you gonna tow? My cars. All thirteen. Yeah. At, <laughs> at once. No, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, but like outside of that, I don't think it's changed. It's still just thirty-seven miles a day average. I, I just for... want I want to tow with an EV because the experience yeah. is so much better than with a combustion truck. Yeah. That's that's the only reason. It's not and it's not any cheaper or anything because. I mean, supercharger pricing is, especially when you're using that much power, isn't going to be that much cheaper than like diesel. But it just the towing experience is better. And around here and in rural America, that's probably going to be the biggest complaint is you can't tow. Yeah. You know, not yeah. not effectively. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's totally valid too. Absolutely. Yeah. So what are you working on now? Any other trips planned? Probably. Yeah. I've got. I've been talking to. This may be name dropping. I've been talking to Aptera about going down and filming with one of their cars. Oh, that'd be sweet. <laughs> the solar one? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Solar car. Yeah. I want to do a video where I uh, compare all the, the stats to the, the efficiency numbers to normal EVs and also combustion trucks. Because they're claiming 10 miles per kilowatt hour mm. of efficiency on that thing, which is 10 watt hours. Or, yeah, 10 watt hours per mile. Yeah. Just insane. Yeah, that's, 100 that watt is. hours per mile. Yeah. One of those two. 100 and or 10, that's... Close <laughs> enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 100, it's 100 watt hours. Okay. 100 watt hours a mile. That yeah. would be 100, never mind. Anyway, <laughs> and just comparing that to normal EVs, like that's double a really efficient standard range Model 3, and also comparing it to combustion vehicles. I did the math, and my F-150, assuming I think it was 18 miles per gallon, that's 0.5 miles per kilowatt hour. It's just... 
when you start comparing it to combustion, MPGE is one thing, but when you start comparing it to combustion in terms of miles per kilowatt hour, the difference becomes amazing. Yeah. And in terms of miles per gallon equivalent, 10 miles per kilowatt hour is like 300 miles per gallon equivalent. Oh my. It's, it's nuts. Yeah, that's, that's insane. That's a huge difference. That'd be cool to see. Did they change the look of those at all? Uh, not Because it kind much. of reminded me when I was looking at it a while back, it reminded me of the 7. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind of like the look. Well, yeah. you know Aptera competed in the XPRIZE with 7. Oh, really? Yeah, they were in the same race yeah. together. Shit. Also, twice. Yeah, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, that should be fun. Be uh, on the lookout for that. It's not happening until early next year, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, shit, we're pretty much already there. We're getting there. Yeah. So. And I had an accident yesterday with my, my latest project. What, <laughs> what happened? I've got you the twike. Huh? I've got a pedal-assisted EV, if you could call it an EV. It's a three-wheeled, they call it a hybrid. For audio listeners, I'm using air quotes. It is, <laughs> it's, it's an electric car, ostensibly, with pedal assist, so you can feel like you're doing something. <laughs> and I took it for its first ever test drive after building a new battery pack for it yesterday, and the steering locked up, and then I, my shoestring got tangled in the bicycle <laughs> chain, and I couldn't use the brakes either. So Damn I hybrids it on its first. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's, that's just the, the complexity. We like Akim's <laughs> razor. I'm like, like Flintstone. It is Flintstone, yeah, exactly. But Fred didn't have shoelaces. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the photo of it in the ditch. Oh, uh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> if you can't see it. It's... That looks like the head of like a rocket or something. Yeah, I think it'll like Oh, my, look at like that. Wings. It, it is. Oh. <laughs> this is a German company. This was built in 98, but I built a new battery pack for it and then took it for a test drive. And then crashed it. Okay. Really. <laughs> what fun. You'll have those. I mean, it makes for a good story. It does. Yeah. I, I already edited the beginning of the video to have the beginning of the crash. Oh, really? <laughs> Where it was, it doesn't look that? like, yeah, it doesn't look like anything was happening, but I know because I was there that the steering locked up. I couldn't move it past a certain position and then just panic set in on my face. And then I just started saying, shit, 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 over and over again. <laughs> Am I allowed to curse on the podcast? No, oh, yeah. oh, it's mandatory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we curse all the time. I'm a sailor's daughter. You know what I mean? That's it. Territory. So, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. For yeah, yeah. We appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. We had a little party, had some sliders, got a we little did. bit of discussion going. So, watched some cyber truckage. We did. Watched some. Yeah, Watched, watched a glorified marketing video and some people being s strolled through a lobby. <laughs> it yes. was such a weird event. <laughs> it was. It was bizarre. Oh, man, yeah. I wish there was just more to it. I was like, there's no way. He's he's fucking with us. Like, yeah. he's got to be, right? And it, it was the like, same thought I had in the initial Cybertruck event. He's joking, right? <laughs> man. Apparently not. I mean, I'm so excited for it, but... It, like, I was really hoping to get more information. Will you still be excited in two years? Fuck yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're going to have five. Might do, like, a teardown giveaway. We'll see. Yeah, we've got big plans. You know, yeah. I'm just going to drive all of them into the river and see if they float. Fuck no. <laughs> 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 we'll turn one into a boat. We'll just into a plane. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we've got big plans. <laughs> It just takes off over the water. <laughs> That's right. We'll, cat we'll catapult it oh. over the river into Illinois. <laughs> Trebuchet it. 
Oh man. Yeah, no, and cyber chunking that you went over in that video, just thinking back quick, it was the really narrow one. I uh -huh. don't remember exactly where you were. Uh, but that was Cairo, how, Illinois. Yeah, that's how the uh, bridge used to be next to the one right here. Oh, this Still, big, beautiful bridge used to be a little skinny oh, thing? Oh, yeah, that little the stump one. is the, yeah. Yeah, and it was literally just like one uh, one lane each way. Um, I think a guy had fallen in when they were um, pouring the concrete. and well, I mean, they were built in the early 20th century. Probably lots of people died building that thing. Yeah. <laughs> they just kept pouring because they couldn't get them out. Um, but I can't tell you how many people have come up to me. What? Like, yeah. We're not just going to gloss over that. They poured the concrete over him. They buried him in there. Yeah, back in the day, they did a lot of dams and things like that. Yeah. Somebody fell in, they just kept pouring. Yeah, yeah. well, because they couldn't get him out, so he just literally got buried alive in concrete. How far we've his name was civilization. <laughs> and, and we think his name was Jimmy Hoffa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. There's Jimmy. Yeah. Uh, but it, there's so many people that were like, that thing took so many of my side view mirrors, like because it was so narrow and sketchy. Like I have a, if they built the new bridge, why didn't they? Why didn't they raise the speed limit? I uh, you know, right? It's a coming old tickets, you know, yeah. a little revenue for East Cape Girardeau, yeah. population two hundred. <laughs> no, there's that many people. Well, we're not sure. We're not sure who they're counting. Yeah, yeah. feral cats, you Feral's know, probably like four hundred. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that they're finally redoing a lot of those bridges. But yeah, those things are sketch. I saw you going over it. I was like, ooh. Well, on the way back from that trip, the other bridge next to Cairo, the one that goes south. Yeah. It was closed, yeah. so I thought for a year. Yeah, they're closing it for a year. For a year. Uh -huh. Yeah. Well, there's no one there, so I just walked over it. <laughs> oh. It was barricaded, so I got a little sketched out in the middle of it. But <laughs> yeah, it was ready to collapse. All it needed was another couple hundred pounds. Yeah. <laughs> it's good you did it by yourself. Yeah, exactly. I thought if someone drives out into this bridge, I'm toast. There is no pedestrian area. I mean, yeah. there shouldn't be on a bridge like that, but there was no, there's, there's no space. Well, I've heard about people when it was still there, on the one that was, that was here in Cape, uh, they would walk across. Yeah. Ride like, bicycles. No sidewalk, nothing at all. No space for it. The thing that horrified me about the bridge that I walked across was that the guardrails were added later, and it was built at a time when horses and carriages were still a thing. So some Brave soul took a horse and a carriage across this narrow bridge with no guardrails back in the early, I think it was built in like 1903 or something. Just nuts. Shit. And then imagine the horses on there with cars. Oh, yeah. man. <laughs> Noisy old oh, Model Ts. Model Ts, yes. Model Ts yeah. driving up backwards because exactly. they're, they have gravity fed fuel. Yeah, right. exactly. Oh, man. <laughs> Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you again. Yeah, thanks again. I appreciate awesome. it. Yes. So, are you heading back up tonight? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks again. Doggies! Yeah. All right. We're out. Okay. Bye. Bye. Love you, Elon. Check us out on social at EVTV Motors.